Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about the fast changes that are taking place in the office market. Last week, Colliers International issued their latest research report on office rentals, and it contained a few startling revelations. Office leasing and tenancy dynamics are changing. Co-working and flex space still represents a relatively small share of the overall office market. Its footprint is growing pretty fast. The impacts are being felt far beyond the walls of WeWork and Regis, the two market leaders. Not only are there more providers and more types of players entering the market, but flexible features such as shorter lease terms and greater service offerings are starting to appear in even more traditional landlord-tenant leasings. Flexible workspace continues to grow at a rapid pace, now accounting for one-third of new office leases in the last 18 months alone. The flex market is maturing quickly and has spread widely in the past decade. The number of co-working spaces in the U.S., has soared from less than 300 a decade ago to more than 4,000 at the end of 2017, for a compound annual growth rate of almost 50%. I first worked in a co-working space back in 2004, when Newbridge Networks had a 250,000 square foot manufacturing and engineering building that was sitting vacant. They'd just been acquired by Alcatel, and Alcatel had moved the manufacturing elsewhere. Back then, the space wasn't purpose-built for co-working. It was a way to get some revenue to at least cover the carrying cost of the building. Growth outside the U.S. has been even faster, climbing from less than 200 spaces a decade ago to more than 10,000 during the same period, an annual growth rate exceeding 80%. In Manhattan, the market share is even higher, with Flexspace equal to more than half of the new supply entering the market. In addition, co-working firms accounted for almost 10% of the space leased in Manhattan in the first half of 2018. That's about five times the national average. The top five markets for co-working space are number one, Manhattan, number two, Boston, Number three, Seattle. Number four, San Francisco. And Los Angeles rounds out the top five. Startup businesses have been the traditional users of co-working space. They like the low cost per seat, the low capital cost, and the values being placed on meeting space rather than the traditional walled office. Startups only make up a small percentage of the economy. So if flex space is to grow beyond the fringe into the mainstream business, it has to solve some real problems for traditional businesses. Increasingly, Flexible workspace providers are shifting their focus to target larger corporations and enterprise clients. WeWork made some major announcements of large New York City tenants renting major amounts of square footage in their facilities. So what might be some of the drivers for this? The Collier's study on collaborative space, and they found three factors that in particular appeal to established businesses. The first one's obvious, and that's flexibility. Businesses want to provide flexibility to an established workforce, maybe to try a new location, perhaps establish a new beachhead in a new market. Space is also being leased to accommodate project teams that have a relatively fixed or short lifespan. Options include short-term month-to-month leasing or medium or even long-term leases. Number two, reduce capital expenditures. While the end user ultimately pays the fully amortized cost of the build-out, they won't be paying for all of it up front or all at once. This financial feature adds an additional layer of risk reduction for the end user. And number three, there's some new accounting changes that require firms to disclose real estate lease obligations. And that's going to bring a lot more focus to a company's real estate strategy. It's going to put a lot more pressure on companies to focus on short-term leases. Occupiers are going to be relying on the landlord or the operator to provide access to amenity spaces, things like meeting rooms, training facilities, and various breakout areas. Co-working spaces getting more than their fair share of new rental space in several major office markets. And it's not just small service businesses and startups anymore. Major established companies are using Flexspace 
and co-working space as they experiment with new business models to gain very specific financial advantages. But remember, if you're looking to be a landlord in the flexible office space, that risk reduction for the tenant represents risk that's actually being transferred to you, the landlord. You've got to sign a long-term lease obligation. You're signing a 20 or 25-year loan agreement, and the tenant is only signing a 30-day obligation to lease your space. So you're really carrying all of the risk. In the meantime, as you're thinking about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.